Hello and welcome to another edition of the Turd Ferguson Report. I am your host, Art Mosley, here with a special Turd Ferguson Report. We have uh, today a double edition of uh, our conversations with coaches. Uh, we're going to talk to Coach Dean Fabrizio, the head coach of the Lee County Trojans, and also Coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Creekview Grizzlies. Both uh, Lee County and Creekview will square off in a quarterfinal 6A round matchup down in Leesburg this Friday. Uh, so without further ado, let's get on with it. On the line, we go first to Leesburg and Coach Fabrizio. Coach Fabrizio, how are you doing this evening? Doing well. Thank you guys for having me. My pleasure, Coach. Uh, coach, we're going to jump right into it. Um, uh, as we've asked many of our other coaches, let's tell us a little bit about yourself, your coaching history, uh, where'd you get your first start, why'd you get into coaching, and uh, maybe who's influenced you the most? Well, I, I started uh, back as a graduate assistant in Missouri uh, many years ago uh, where I played, and then uh, after that uh, went back to the Orlando area, which is where I'm from, coached at a few different schools there for about 15 years, and then uh, came up here to Georgia and was at Peach County as their defensive coordinator and then uh, got the head job here 10 years ago at Lee County and uh, been here ever since. Um, yeah, There's really too many coaches to name that have influenced me. You know, I've, I've been doing this a, a while now, almost 30 years, and uh, got very, very fortunate to work with a lot of really, really good coaches and, and learn a lot from them. You know, uh, Chad Campbell, who I worked for before coming to Lee County, uh, learned a lot from him over there at Peach County, and they have a lot of influence on our program and just uh, many, many guys. Coach, you, you mentioned your, you became the head coach back in 2009 at Lee. Uh, in terms of wins, you've had more success than any of your, the prior coaches at Lee County. What's been the secret to your success in building the program uh, up to where it is today? Well, you know, it's been a long, hard process here at Lee County. You know, um, they, they, they hadn't had a lot of success um, you know, prior to me getting here, and, and I didn't have a lot of success early on. You know, I tell people that first when I first got here, we were just trying to win a game. Mm -hmm. We had one of the longest losing streaks in the state, and, uh, you know, we were able to fortunately uh, get a couple wins that first year, and then, you know, it kind of became, wow, if we could just get in the playoffs, and then if we could, or then could we, can we have a winning season, then can we just get in the playoffs, and can we win a game in the playoffs? And, you know, it gradually got, you know, kind of to the point uh, where last year we were fortunate enough to win a state title, and uh, it was it was a long process and a tough one, and, you know, we kind of took one step at a time and, you know, built the program up through our middle school program, our feeder programs, and, uh, you know, we're, we're very blessed to be where we are today. Coach, you mentioned the state title last year and the 2017 season. What is the biggest challenge? Is that, uh, you know, after coming off of that, that high, what's the biggest challenge uh, – has been the biggest challenge for you, your team, and your staff. Uh, what's been that challenge, and how have you guys overcome that? Well, you know, we lost 41 seniors off last year's team and, and a lot of really good players, And but that's, you know, the nature of high school sports. You know, kids graduate, uh, kids, uh, younger kids develop. Uh, we've got, I think, 11 kids this year that are seniors that have been in our program since middle school that are first-year starters uh, for us and, you know, that, that didn't play uh, any really varsity action last year or, or very minimal. And, uh, you know, seeing kids develop is uh, is really neat. And uh, when you've been at a place uh, several years like I have here, seeing these kids that, that come from the middle, in our middle school program on up and, and how they develop and uh, how they change over time is, is really a great thing to see when you're a coach. But uh, I think going into this year, obviously replacing all those players and then just, you know, dealing with the expectations. You know, we opened the season at number one, ranked number one, and we've, you know, stayed there all year. So dealing with those uh, high expectations um, and in addition to losing all those good players and, and 41 seniors from last year, is, you know, those are some things we've had to overcome and deal with. 
Coach, you're in the midst of another deep playoff run, but uh, according to your preseason expectations, how have things gone so far this season? Well, you know, obviously we've had a great year so far this season. You know, we tried to put together a tough non-region slate with, you know, Dr. Phillips out of Orlando, who was a defending largest class state champion in Florida, Peach County, and then our and then our region slate. You know, you know, we we really didn't look at it and say, hey, we expect to do this or expect to do that. We just you know try to take it one week at a time and do our best and try to get a little bit better each week. But I'd say we probably. Uh, matched or exceeded expectations uh, coming even coming off last year so far this season. Coach, you mentioned the state title, and, and, and going back to last year, you, dating back to last year, you all have won 18 consecutive games. Uh, what's been the key to your success during that stretch? And, and um, I know we kind of mentioned the focus, but uh, is it hard to get these guys up each game? Well, I think the first thing we've got a great group of assistant coaches here, and uh, you know we've got another large senior class, 42 seniors, and uh, you know they. They uh, saw what those seniors did last year, and uh, they've learned from them, and they want to make their mark, and uh, and you know make their mark, and they don't want to disappoint the guys that have come before them. And uh, you know we talk a lot about staying humble and staying hungry, and uh, that's something that we we've really focused on is to try to try to come out work every day like we're still trying to prove something, and and to try to stay humble and and not let our not let all these things go to our head. On the phone with Coach Dean Fabrizio, the head coach of the Lee County Trojans. Coach, um, who are some of the players uh, that have been leaders this season uh, for the Trojans, whether statistically or or kind of the intangible leaders on your team? And kind of tell us what makes each of these guys special. Well, you know, I think up front we've got uh, Griffin Carter, who's committed to Georgia Southern University. You know, we only had one starter back in our offensive line, and it was him, and, and he's done an outstanding job of, of leading that group up front. Um, you know, of course, our quarterback, Kyle Tool as a you know, first-year starter, but we've had a string of good quarterbacks here, and uh, he's one we had a lot of confidence in going to the year, and, and he's really played well for us this year. And uh, Defensively, I mean, we've got guys uh, top to bottom that have shown great leadership. Um, you, know, you start with Baron Hobson at, at linebacker, who's just a sophomore, who started for us as a freshman, uh, 4.0 student, a great football player, and just a, just a great kid. And uh, you know, and then we go back with Tay Mayo in our secondary and uh, Deshaun King, who've been multiple year starters for us. And then, uh, you know, Anthony Harvey and Eric Price up front and other couple of kids that are multi-year starters for us. So we've, we've got good leadership throughout this team and uh, and a lot of kids that are, are really good kids and really high character kids. Coach, how about um, some of the kids who were surprises this season who you may, you may have thought, uh, you know, it'll be a bonus if we get something out of them, but they just uh, impressed you and your coaching staff. Well, like I said, we've got 11 kids that are first-year starters that have been in our program the whole time, uh, you know, since middle school, and mm-hmm. uh, and you know, them with the, the kids we had coming back, um, you know, a lot of those guys replaced some really good players. You know, you got Zach Mason who had to take Otis Reese's place, and he's he's performed out, you know, first-year senior starter performed outstanding for us. Uh, was a receiver last year that we moved to defensive back. Uh, you know, um, uh, linebacker uh, Brandon Thomas was a, uh, a running back for us the last several years and hadn't really got much varsity action. And then we moved him to linebacker, and he's had another outstanding year for us. Um, and uh, we could go, you know, there's several other guys like that who've really stepped up and, and played well for us. We talk about uh, the guys on the field a lot, but how about the guys off the field, uh, the leaders in the community or in the classroom? Can you uh, tell us some of those guys and 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 uh, and what makes them uh, difference makers off off the football field? 
Well, we've got a lot of really good kids. We're very fortunate, um, you know, and I think, you know, two, one of the aforementioned Baron Hobson and his brother James, both 4.0 students taking AP classes. Um, and, you know, we could go up and down our roster. Zach Mason, another excellent student of, of kids that are really good kids. You know, one thing we do here is uh, every Friday uh, we take all our football players to one of our uh, uh, primary or elementary schools and have them read to the kids. And uh, that's something we, we do, um, you know, we do to try to give back and uh and help out and uh, you know i don't know who enjoys it more our kids or uh, or the uh, <laughs> elementary or primary school kids sometimes once our kids will be a little hesitant to go in there and do it and once we get them in there sometimes it's hard to get them out of those classrooms <laughs> well coach i uh i can i can speak from firsthand experience a lot of times when you volunteer you uh you end up getting more than you give uh, whether you intended to or not so uh that's that's yeah. great to to see those kids uh to reaching out in the community and being difference makers I think Go ahead. one other thing when we talk about things we've had to overcome that I probably should went through, you know, the hurricane came through here and hit us really hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and this community really is still recovering from it. Um, and, and that's something, you know, it, it hit us uh, really the week of our first region game versus Northside. Um, you know, we were we were without power. For most of the players were out power for several days. A lot of homes were damaged. Um, you know, we, we didn't really have cell service for, for a little while. It was It was a – it was a tough, uh, a tough thing. And, uh, you know, a lot of people didn't have water mm. and, um, it was something that we had to go through and, you know, we still had to turn around and play that Saturday, even though we didn't see the kids from Tuesday. And, uh, for those kids to be in that situation and, and turn around and overcome it like they did and, and to still prosper is something that uh, I was really proud of them. And, uh, and, and it's something, like I said, our community is still recovering. And that's one thing we talk about, you know, we've, we've talked about by us playing well and, and doing well, it, it, it shows that hey, it gives hope to the to other people in the community that hey, yeah, these are hard times, but you know if they're able to pull together and play at a high level and do these things, then then it certainly gives other people hope, um, you know that that they're going to pull through these times. What's the biggest need in your community right now as the after effects of the hurricane still linger on? Well, I, you know we, we've had FEMA's been in here and and has done a great job, but you know I, I still think. Uh, you know, the, they've, they've provided, you know, water and, and meals and things such as that. And, and, you know, a lot of the people have power back up now. And, you know, and every day since then, things have returned a little more to normal. You know, and that's what I talked to our kids about that, that when we first met with them, I think it was with three days after the, after the hurricane, when we first kind of were able to round several of them up because a lot of them had, had left town. It's just, hey, guys, you know, today's better than yesterday. Tomorrow will be better today. And every day things kind of go back to normal. Um and, uh, you know, we've, we've been blessed to have the, the linesmen and, and FEMA and just all these places uh, come to this community to help out and uh, and help get things, you know, slowly but surely get things back to normal. Well, thanks for thanks for letting us know how that's been going, Coach. Certainly a uh, difficult time. Any a natural disaster like that comes through, and, and certainly uh, south southeast uh, Georgia, uh, excuse me, southwest Georgia, feeling the uh, the brunt of that uh, that storm. Oh, yeah. Coach, switching gears just a little bit, uh, talking about your region, uh, you, you mentioned that Northside game, but maybe maybe I'm the only one that holds this opinion. Uh, I think you guys play in probably the toughest region in the state, regardless, regardless of classification, uh, with the likes of Aldosta, Coffee, Northside, all four teams still in the final eight, um, so if anybody didn't know. Uh, what's that like week in and week out uh, on the back end of the season? I know you've got to prepare for those juggernauts. 
Well, you know, we've been in uh, the state champion has come from our region four years in a row. And of course, one year we were blessed that it was us. Um, and of course, two of us played for it last year with us and coffee. Mm-hmm. But the, the the teams in our region, you know, they're 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 really the communities really support football. Uh, they've got great coaches. They've got great players. They've got great tradition and history. Great facilities. So, uh, you know, once it starts, I mean, it's almost like you're in the third round or semifinals every region game. And uh, you know, we've we've had to go through that these last several years. And it's something I don't know if you can ever get used to it, but it's something that we've <laughs> we've somewhat gotten used to. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's tough. I mean, it's and you, and you know, hey, when you hit region play. The, the big thing is there are no there are no off weeks. I mean, every week uh, you've got to play a big game, and then you've got to turn right back around, win or lose, and play another big game. I know uh, was it three years ago we 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 come in and Jake Fromm and Houston County comes in and they're ranked number one in the state and undefeated. We're number three. We win we win them. We are fortunate to beat them in a big game here in Leesburg. We become ranked number one. We we have to go to Northside and play them. <laughs> we get beat. Uh, and then we got to turn around and come back home. We play Valdosta, and they're ranked number one. Right. Yeah. So uh, you know, there's there's certainly no uh, uh, no off weeks, and that's that's what you've got. You've got to be able to put that game behind you and refocus on the next game immediately, uh, win or lose, uh, because there are no uh, you know if you're not at your best every week, you're going to get beat. Mm-hmm. Success that that region has had, even in you know in the, the prior years, and even in this year, just outstanding to see mm-hmm. uh, four teams from that region and. Um, uh, and actually, looking forward to what, you know one of those teams coming up here to North Georgia, and, and one of the one of our North Georgia teams going down to travel uh, to, to face you also. Um, man, very good to have some success uh, when you face those teams like that. Mm-hmm. Speaking of this week, Coach, uh, you've got the Creekview, Creekview Grizzlies coming into town. Um, they've got a, a pretty good running game, but what challenges uh, do the Grizzlies pr- uh, present for your team this week as you as you get ready for preparation? Well, you know, Creekview's undefeated. They're ranked number two in the state. Uh, they've been playing really, really good football. Um, they're very, sa- very sound team. Got a lot of good, good football players on that team. And uh, you know, I-, I think the thing is, we've got to play well in all phases of the game because uh, you know they don't have they they don't have any weaknesses. So that's something. Um, you know, we know going in that we can't we can't have lapses on special teams. We can't have lapses on offense. We can't have lapses on defense because they're good in all those phases. And uh, also, when you've got a team that's that's on a roll like they've been on a roll, undefeated, um, you know, they're really feeling it, and, and they kind of know how to win. So they, they know kind of they know how to win. So you know, we know they're going to come in and give us their best shot. We know they're riding high. We know they're very excited for their season, and we know we're going to be at our best to be able to play with them Friday. It probably helps Creepview a little bit. They uh, went down there and got the old defensive coordinator at Valdosta, so he's got a little bit of familiarity with with some of the things you do. Well, yeah, he's, he's coached here before, so he's been to Lee, he's been to Lee County. So uh, you know, I guess I guess that'll help. You know, he'll know how to get here to the stadium and like that. But uh, no, he's he's done an outstanding job there. You know, Coach Carter's a really good coach. Uh, I know he's assembled a great staff there. And, uh, and they got a really good football team. You know, they they got a, a lot of really big kids. You know, looking over it, they've got more six three, six four kids than any team I think I've ever seen. And uh, you know, they're they're very physical, and, and they present a lot of challenges for us. So uh, we we think it's going to be a, a number. Like I said, it's going to be a great night here. It's number one versus number two. Uh, you know, we have a great atmosphere at our stadium for for a Friday night game. Uh, we have a beautiful facility here, and. I know they're going to be a big crowd, and you know this is one of those nights. It's what high school football in Georgia is here about. Uh, is all about. You know, you've got two great teams playing uh, in, a, in a great atmosphere here on uh, on the day after Thanksgiving, and, and it's it's going to be one of those uh, 
really, really electric nights, I think. Well, Coach, uh, ought to be a dandy. Like you said, the uh, number one ranked Lee County by, by all accounts that I know of and number two ranked Creekview uh, traveling down to Leesburg, and, and it should be an absolute uh, uh, dandy of a football game. Um, Coach, I want to switch gears one more time, and, and for those uh, listening who, who missed it, we're on the phone with Coach Dean Fabrizio, the head coach of the Lee County Trojans. Coach, back to you a little bit. If you weren't coaching or teaching, uh, what career would you have chosen? You know, uh, that's there's not a whole lot. Uh, as my wife reminds me a lot, there's not a whole lot of things I can do. So uh, you know, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not sure what skill set I have if I wasn't coaching or teaching. Uh, fortunately, I've been able to do this for a while. Uh, but I'm not. I'm not sure what I would do. Uh, you know, my my father, who's passed now, is a retired police officer. My brother's a, uh, a police chief down in uh, the Daytona Beach area. So I, you know, I may have went into that line of work. I really don't know. Uh, you know, I. Uh, it's just something I kind of always wanted to do and got into it and, you know, never looked back. But I've, I've had a blast coaching and uh, especially coaching uh, these kids here at Lee County. Coach, what do you want your legacy to be when you're, when you're all done and you hang up the whistle? You know, there's obviously, uh, you know, everybody wants to, to be successful in the win column. But, but I also, more than that, like, like I think any coach would tell you, you know, I want – I want to be known as someone who helped kids and, and who helped kids go on to be successful and, uh, and, and taught them a lot of things and prepared them for life. And, and that's, you know, this week will, will be one of those weeks with the Thanksgiving break. We'll have a lot of former players come back. And, and, you know, this is the longest I've ever been in any one school. And I think that's the neatest thing is to see those kids come back that, that have played for you and, and how much the program still means to them. And, you know, we were, we were, we were very fortunate last year, uh, that we hosted the state championship game here and to see how much it meant to all those former players at that game and, and, and how, how it truly was, you know, their championship because we wouldn't have been here without them. Um, even though they weren't on that team, they'd already graduated, but to, to build, to get to that point, I, that's just a neat, neat thing. And, and that's something, you know, hopefully, you know, hopefully I remember someone who really helped uh, a lot of, a lot of players go on to be successful in life, but uh, that's, that's a neat thing, and this week is, is, is really special because I know there'll be a lot of former players back, and you know a lot of you know stay in touch with me every week and keep track of the team. And, and like I said, that that state championship game last year, I think that was the neatest part for me was to see how much it meant to all those former players and where how they were the celebration after the game and to see all those guys and, and just the elation on their faces was was really special. Well, coach, it sounds like uh, sounds like you're building something special, or, or uh, and I don't want uh, built something special uh, and continue to do that. And it sounds great. Uh, nothing better, uh, I know, than when you have the past generations come back and and one celebrate with you and kind of pour into that that current. So, it sounds like you're leaving a great legacy down there in Leesburg. Um, well, I appreciate that. Coach, we got one more question for you. We take a, a lighter topic on this one. Uh, for the folks uh, in uh, in Canton that might be traveling down to Leesburg, uh, if they hadn't gotten enough turkey on Thursday and they're traveling down on Thursday or Friday, where's the best place in either Leesburg or Lee County that they can grab a pregame meal or, or, or breakfast Friday morning if they're down there early? You know, there's not a lot. You know, Leesburg is unique, and Lee County is unique in that you know the city of Leesburg is a very small, uh, small town right in the center of the county. But the majority of our residents live in the south part. Probably 85 to 90 percent of people in Lee County live in the southern part of the county, a good 10 miles or so from Leesburg. Um, 
So there isn't, there aren't a lot of choices right here in in Leesburg proper, right around the school and the stadium. So if they're driving in the day of the game, they probably want to stop on their way and eat. I know Big Chris Catering is a really good place right here in Leesburg, and there's a few other places uh, that they can get something to eat in. But uh, they may want to, uh, if they're coming early, they may want to go into, uh, you know, either South Lee County or Albany to find something to eat or stop on the way. stop on the way coming in because especially when you're coming into lee county from the north there's just not a lot of population base so there's not a lot of places to not a lot of places to eat you've got to get in the south part which would mean they'd have to go you know 10 miles or so past the schools so but uh if if i had to recommend a place there in 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 leesburg itself there aren't a lot of choices but big chris catering run by uh uh, chris barnes whose son played for us here and uh signed played at the university of georgia and is now at tennessee chattanooga uh, is is a really good place for some uh, for some down home southern food. You can't ever go wrong with down home southern food, Coach. I, I guarantee. So, so, so for anybody listening, yeah, make sure to check out Big Chris uh, Catering down there in in Leesburg proper. Mm-hmm. Coach Fabrizio, that's all the questions that we had for you today. We we certainly do appreciate you spending a little time with us. Uh, you got a big game, uh, so we're going to let you get back to it. Get get that preparation done. Best of luck uh, this week uh, against Creekview. Well, thank you, and all the the Creekview fans down there. You know, we hope they're going to have a, a great experience here uh, here in our, our stadium. You know, we got a beautiful facility, and uh, I think they'll really uh, enjoy it. And I think it's going to be a great football game between us and Creekview this Friday night. Sounds good, coach. Thanks, guys. Thanks again to Coach Dean Fabrizio, the head coach of the Lee County Trojans. Lee County will be facing Creekview on Friday down in Leesburg. Up next, we're going to go to Canton, Georgia, and speak with Coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Creekview Grizzlies. Creekview sitting at 12-0 and on the season. They are the number two ranked team in Class 6A. Uh, they've got uh, had an impressive run, first region championship in school history, first uh, time out of the first round in school history, and uh, now they're looking to make some more history, trying to knock off the number one ranked Lee County Trojans. Uh, let's go to the line. Coach Carter, how are you doing this evening? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. My pleasure as always, Coach. Coach, this is a, the third time uh, trifecta on the on the Turt Ferguson Report. So, man, we uh, appreciate your willingness to come on and talk a little bit of Grizzly football. Yes, sir. It's a great opportunity to talk about our kids. Coach, uh, you're coming off a wild game last week against Habersham Central. Uh, what was that, that environment like for your team? Uh, and and how, did, how do you kind of come down off that emotional high and, and get prepared for this week? It was definitely a wild game. You know, we started slow um, defensively. We we didn't come out of the gates very fast, and offensively we did. And then we kind of settled in and scored right before the half, and you go into half, and you're like, all right, you know, everybody just get settled down right here and let's go out and, and fix some problems and those kind of things. And next thing you know, the second half, the, the, uh, the wheels just kind of fell off, and it was uh, it was a roller coaster. You go from being up by 20 to up by three, and then – you return an aim, onside kick for a touchdown. It was it was nuts, and everybody <laughs> everybody talking about great game, great game. And I'm sitting there going, you know, how in the world did that happen? You know, where was our answers at? How what what happened? And so um, it was fun, you know. I'm sure as a fan, for a defensive coach, not so much. You know, I put a lot of uh, a lot of the credit goes to our offensive staff um, and and our offensive kids. Uh, it wasn't really anything we did defensively to. Um, to win that football game at the end of the game, it was uh, it was our offensive kids just sitting there pounding the rock, and our offensive coaches finding a way to move the football and scoring when you know when we had to, and and again we came out with a win, so it's a big win. 
I'm sure it was fun as a fan. It just wasn't fun for me on the sideline. Coach, uh, your your team, as we mentioned before, sitting at twelve and zero. Uh, have 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 your kids exceeded your expectation this year? Well, you know, I think we kind of talked about this at the beginning of the beginning of the season, and and uh, you know, I, I remember talking GPB and those kind of things about just. You know, I've told our kids that I think we have a chance every time we line up and play the game. Um, so, you know, I don't know. Back early in the season, you know, people ask you how you think you're going to be. Well, I think we can win every game. I'm not going into a game thinking that we're going to lose it. So my expectations were high for the kids. Um, and, you know, I think that you start to figure out young people, they, they like, they'll meet expectations. Uh, wherever you set the bar, they'll do whatever they can to find a way to meet those expectations. Mm-hmm. So if you set them high, you know, I feel like, uh, which we did, that, that uh, you know, they were going to find a way to get to that point. So, obviously, being 12-0 and and region champs and having an opportunity to play on Thanksgiving, I mean, that's that's pretty exciting, man. So, I don't know if I say they've exceeded expectations, but we've had a pretty good run at it so far. Coach, you've seen to reawaken a community. Uh, I've had a, a few t- chances to get over to Creekview uh, to watch you guys play. Uh, the excitement level is is off the radar uh, uh, in in terms of what I've seen in the past uh, in the community. What's that like uh, having the support of your, not only your community but also the support of your principal, Doctor Murgis? I think that one thing that you know this school and this community, you know, they've been right there on the brink of things, and um, you know they've won in multiple you know other sports, and football has been right there at it, and so. I really think that what we did is uh, just brought a little different sense of excitement, urgency into the building, into the community, and, you know, going out and seeing different um, feeder programs and seeing our rec kids and showing up at elementary schools and same thing Dr. Murgis does. Um, you know, I think it's just a, it's a good place. And they were sitting there waiting on some excitement and some energy, I think. And that's what uh, the staff and I have been able to bring to, to our school. Um, and, uh, and like you said, you know, when you got the support of your principal and your admin, they they come talk to me every day. And so that's a that's a good thing as a head football coach to make to have those people on your side and that believe in what you're doing and, and um it has been a it's been a really good time. It's been a really good time. The community's been great. We're gonna try to get them out there on Thursday and anybody who wants to show up can can come out and watch practice and hang out with us for a little bit and um and have us a good time on Thursday morning. On the phone with Coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Creekview Grizzlies. Coach, last time we talked, you uh, were singing the praises of one of your, one of your offensive linemen, senior Nick Penley. Um, you got a couple of, of big guys, uh, uh, high-level D1 rec- recruits there in Penley and, and Big John Williams. How have uh, have Nick and John and the rest of your offensive line continued to develop this season? Well, I mean, just from Friday night, those two tackles grayed out 90%. I mean, they're – they're really, really good football players. Um, I can't speak highly enough about either one of those. And um, they they really make us go on offense. You know, you got three other seniors inside that play their tails off. Um, they don't get as much of the, um, the recruiting news and everybody talking about them, but they play really hard. Um, they're good high school football players. They give you everything they got. And without them, we wouldn't be where we are. Um, those two, like I said, get more of the – the uh, pub, but they, uh, 
those other three guys do a really good job up front. And uh, our offensive line and, and our offensive line coach, Mike Feaster, they've done a great job all year. And when you run the ball like we do, if you don't have those guys, then that's not what we do. You know, so, <laughs> um, you know, we, we are, we're very fortunate to have a really good group out there. And so, um, you know, we're going to ride those guys as long as we can. Coach, talking about running the ball, Cade Radham had a big night. Uh, was it 277 or 280 yards last week uh, against Habersham Central? Uh, what, what kind of player is Cade Radham? And, and I know he's unsigned, but what's a college team getting in, in a player like Cade, Cade Radham wherever he goes? What kind of player will he be for them? I think Cade Radham is one of the most underrated and under-recruited kids in this state. Um, I really do. I know he's got an Army offer, um, but – and there, that that is big time football. So don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But when you have a kid that's put on film what he's put on film um, consistently over four years, and he's at 1,900 yards right now. I mean, that's pretty impressive in 6A in this league that we're playing in. And so um, that he's a ball player. I mean, he had four touchdowns Friday night. He just continues to, you know, to get better. Um, he's he's got a burst. He don't get caught. He runs behind his pads. He's got great vision. He's got um, great balance. I mean, I don't know what else a college is looking for, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, he's not going to go out there and run a 4-4. We know that. But the kid can run. And mm-hmm. the kid can run in on Friday night when he puts the pads on. He's not going to be – if he's a 4-6 on on grass and no helmet shoulder pads, he's still a 4-6 with pads on. Mm-hmm. And so, um, again, I think he's one of the, the, the biggest uh, misses right now. A lot of people are just missing on him. And I don't know why um, the kid's done everything he could possibly do to to put himself in this situation to help this football team. And um, and I mean, the proof is on the film. All they got to do is turn it on for about two minutes, and they'll see it. Coach, your offensive line gets a lot of praise, and certainly uh, so with with Cade and the numbers he's put up this season, which has been absolutely impressive. Uh, uh, but let's talk about your defense a little bit in uh, in the defensive line. It, it, is this one of the best defenses you've ever coached? And even if they're not, what makes this unit special from the line to the backers to the, to the, to the secondary? Well, up until last Friday, we had played real well. Um, <laughs> and so uh, I wish this probably would have been a conversation to have with me before last Friday. And, uh, and I'd have been to speak a little bit better. Um, but no, man, we got a good group over there. Um, defensive line has kind of been leading us. They, um, they had their worst game Friday night, and it showed it hurt us, um, especially in a run game situation. Um, we had some bad fits, and we did some things on Friday night up front that we have not uh, we have not done all season. So we're going to get those fixed this week, but those guys play extremely hard. Between Bryce and Hannaford in the middle, they give you two different things. You know, Bryce is more of a speed guy, and Hannaford's more of a let me put my hands on you and take up a spot. Um, then you got – Rocks and Godfrey and JJ, um, and now Anthony Doerr that's rolling in. So up front is probably our deepest position. We play the most guys up there. Um, you know, I think this is, um, you know, it's hard. It's hard for a defensively to, to jail as a unit, you know, on year one in a short period of time because every game we're learning something different and the kids are learning something different. And um, so that is – not necessarily like offense, you know, you got, it's a little bit different and um, teams do so much stuff these days that we've had to get our kids ready for spread and wing T and single wing. And so our kids have had, we got a smart group. Um, I can't tell you um, 
I can't tell you that it's the best defense. It's one of the <laughs> smartest. Uh, it's one of the um, it's one of the hardest working, mm-hmm. and it's one of the best effort groups I've ever been around. I can't tell you that. Um, we're a bunch of overachievers over there that just act that play hard, and um, you know we're going we're not the most athletic, and our kids know that, but we make up for it with our effort and 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 just playing hard and trying to run to the football and just playing solid defense is all we can do. And, and those kids are get, we're turn, getting some turnovers, so which is a big thing for us. Um, and so we'll get tested this week, man, and, and we'll see kind of where we're at. Hopefully our kids bounce back from Friday night and take it for what it's worth and move on. I've tried to do the same myself, and, um, and hopefully we improve and, and we have a little bit better show on Friday. Coach, you got a big game this Friday, speaking of Friday night, playing Lee County. Uh, in, in case anybody needed a reminder, uh, 18 straight wins for, for the Trojans. Uh, they're averaging about 43.8 points a game. They're only giving up about 4.1 points a game. Um, at one point, I think they were only giving up 6.7 yards uh, per game on the ground. Um, nonetheless, we know they're playing at a high level. Uh, what are some of the challenges that you and your uh, your staff face this week as you prepare for the game at Lee, with Lee County? I, everybody just needs to to get online and watch a couple of clips of what Lee County is. Um, these cats have they they got kids at every position. They may be the fastest defense I've ever seen. To be honest with you, when it talks from about up front to the back end, they can flat out run. And if you watch the film, their kids play really hard and when they get to the football they're trying to uh, to make sure people remember that they were there um they hit people um they run to the ball they're making plays they're athletic they're long they got an outside backer that's gonna look like paxton coming out there mm. and so um they're really good it may be it's they may be the best team in the state no matter what classification it is um so we got a huge challenge offensively they play a ton of skilled kids on offense. And so they use a, a lot of different personnel changes. Um, that staff at Lee County is going to be the best of the best down there. You know, who who wouldn't want to go down there to Leesburg and play in Region 1, play South Georgia football, have the, one of the best facilities that money can buy? Um, I mean, that's a great opportunity for any coach. So um, they got a little bit of everything now. And everything they get, they've worked for um, – and, and it shows on the film. It really does. When you watch it, there's not a weak point. So, you know, it's going to present a big challenge for us. I think that our offense is um, is excited about the opportunity. You know, when you go in and people tell you that you're good at running the football and obviously they're, they've shown that they're really good at stopping the run, well, it's just a challenge. And, and um, you know, I think since we walked in the door, we just asked our kids to compete. Mm-hmm. And we can't. We can't determine, you know, how the who the state gives us in the next round. All we can, deter, you know, make sure is we just got to the next round. Right. So we got here. Uh, that's just who we're going to go play. You know, at the end of the day, I really think that the biggest challenge for us is just fixing ourselves and going down there with a good game plan and our kids executing, um, not letting the the um, atmosphere of going down South Georgia to Region One um, get the best of us right out of the gate. Um, and, you know, being able to limit them offensively and keep our offense in the game. If it turns into a straight-up shootout, then then I don't know if we got enough bullets for that. Um, so we got to find a way defensively to keep the game and keep the scoring down. If we can do that, you know, we, we'll at least give ourselves a shot to, at the end of the game to have a chance. 
Coach, you mentioned that tough Region 1 uh, football down in 6A. All four teams in Region 1 still alive uh, in the uh, in the round of six, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, the final eight. Uh, so uh, obviously Northside coming up uh, to Canton to face uh, Sequoia on Friday and you guys going down to play Lee County. So good test to see maybe where Cherokee County is uh, against some of the best of the best in the state this week. Oh, there's no doubt now. Um, Region one, whether it's 6A or 7A, is um, you're going to have to knock one of them off to win the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody knows that. And so um, it's just kind of the way the, the um, cars fell this year, um, you know, as far as, as Region 6 and Region 1 coming together in the quarters. You know, I feel like, um, you know, we both, we were all four in last week, and, you know, they were able to get all four in this week. So um, it's the best of the best, man. I'm telling you, I, I got the opportunity to spend two years down there. And um, it's hard-pressed for me to say there's better football anywhere than Region 1 and 6 and 7A. And those those kids have been through the ringer down there, and they've come out, and they're still 12 and 0. So that kind of gives you a testament of what they've done. They played a really good Peach County team. Um, so South Georgia football, man, is what it's all about. And um, so I, I'm I'm jacked up for our kids and our community to get to go down there and go to an environment like that, and and just kind of see what what it's all about. Coach, uh, thanks so much for spending a little time with us today. One more question for you, uh, Coach Carter. Any special message you have for any Creepview fans who might be listening to the podcast or, or maybe who might be on the fence about traveling down to Leesburg on Friday night? Well, I know it's a long ride, and uh, and I know it's the day after Thanksgiving, but I know that our kids would love to have our community there. You know, they've been a big part of what we've done and so far this year, and it's a what we what we do at Creekview is a is a community event, man. It, it don't matter what we do, and so I would love for people to show up for our kids. Um, and and again, as much as I'm excited about our kids being able to experience uh, Region One football, our fans need to go see Region One football as well. Um, kind of give you an idea of what um, what goes down uh, down in South Georgia, and you know, if not, at least show up and see us off at about 11 o'clock on Friday morning and wave at the kids and, and be there to support them any way you can because we, we definitely need it. Coach Adam Carter, thanks so much for spending some time with us. He and his Grizzlies will be traveling down to Leesburg on Friday to take on the Lee County Trojans, number one versus number two. Coach, this has the billings of a state title game. Um, it, we know we get it in the quarterfinal round, but uh, we wish you the best of luck, safe travels, and uh, best of luck to you going down and heading down to Leesburg. Thank you, sir. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks again to Coach Adam Carter, the head coach of the Creekview Grizzlies. The Grizzlies at 12-0 and this year, heading down to Leesburg to take on the Lee County Trojans this Friday night in the GHSA 6A quarterfinal matchup. That's going to do it for this episode of the Turd Ferguson Report. Once again, thanks to Coach Carter from Creekview and Coach Fabrizio of Lee County as they spent some time with us talking a little bit about their team and about the game coming up on Friday night. That's going to do it for us today. Don't forget, you can find us on the web at turdferguson.com. That's T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N.com or on Twitter at turdfergusonrpt. T-U-R-D-F-U-R-G-E-S-O-N-R-P-T. If you like what you're hearing, make sure you comment in our comment section or leave us a message on Twitter. Make it a great day, everybody.